Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited to have a very special guest here today. And we're both coming off some pretty busy days, so it was just a breath of fresh air for me to connect with her for a few minutes before we get started and just kind of raise my energy level. So I'm super excited to have Gabrielle Boucher here with me today. Gabrielle is one of the most booked millennial motivators in the world, and she just brings the energy, like I said. She's been called the next generation of motivators by Tom Ziegler and is a popular TEDx presenter best-selling author, and she is the co-founder of The Purpose Company. Her work has been endorsed by the likes of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Brian Tracy, Lewis Howes, and uh, co-founder of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Mark Victor Hansen. She's worked with everyone from presidential campaigns to the U.S. Navy and Air Force and the top brands in the world, and she's been featured in major media outlets including NPR, Sirius XM Radio, Bloomberg Radio, Glamour Magazine, Business Insider, and the L.A. Times. She is a very busy, busy person, but she, like I said, she's always just such a treat to be around. You can actually grab a copy, of, make sure to go grab a copy of her book called The Purpose Factor. And also, they just, her, she and uh, her husband Brian just launched a, fin, a new Facebook group and a community that you should definitely go check out and be a part of. You can find that at sevenfigurepurpose.com. That's the number sevenfigurepurpose.com. Gabrielle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I am looking forward to this so much. This is going to be fun. I'm excited to have you. And you're just like, you're always ready to go. You're always having fun. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it's because you're actively living your purpose. Am I right? That's right. You know, it's one of those things you just love what you do and you see every every day is an opportunity to be able to help people. You know how you help people. There's that feedback loop. and uh, And I love it. I know that you're in it too. Yeah, I love talking about purpose. It's one of my favorite things. And I love the fact that you actually have proven through extensive research and your work that purpose is actually discoverable. It's something mm -hmm. that we can all discover and that you have a, a method for helping people discover that. But before we get into that, why do you think it is so difficult for people to actually discover and pinpoint what their specific purpose is? I, I think a big part of it is that we have so many crisscross wires around even what the word purpose means. Does it mean your goals? Does it mean what you're passionate about? Does it mean your duties and taking care of your family? I think there's just so there's such bad press around the word purpose that it means anything and everything. So therefore it means nothing. So I think even just the the pursuit to find your purpose is just sets us up for failure from the start. 
And, and that's why I got into discovering purpose and the purpose business, so to speak, is because in my 20s, everyone kept telling me, find your purpose, find your purpose, which is really great advice to give, but really sucky advice to receive. Because the natural question is, well, how? And so that's what kind of started me on this journey of how do I myself find my purpose? And if purpose is really that so important, why isn't there a process for us to find it? That's a very good question. And so how did you begin the process of discovering how to find your purpose? Because I guess we're getting meta here. You had to figure out how to find your purpose so you could find your purpose. Sure. It Yeah, it was one of those crazy moments where I remember I was at a conference and someone dared me to write a book. And I am really competitive. And so when he dared me to write a book, he said, hey, write a book. And you know, in six months, I'll call you and see if you'd written it. And so I did. And that book ended up elevating me to becoming one of the top millennial experts in the country. And through that process, I discovered and was working with every major name brand and organization, the military. Through that process, I realized how powerful a platform was. Now, my own journey, I was waiting for a platform. I was looking for anyone and anything to kind of discover me, pluck me out out of, out of my uh, nothingness and give me a platform because I felt like I had something to say. I felt like I had something to give. But the reality was that I really had no message. I had a passion to help people, which I think most people do. When I ask most you know, Joes on the street, they'll say, oh, yeah, my purpose is to help people. And I call it the Miss America answer. Of course, it's to help people. But then if you were to come over to my house and I say, hey, can you help me move or help me do my taxes? You're not going to say, oh, my gosh, can I? Because you don't want to help everyone with everything. You want to help a specific group of people with something specific, typically based off of something that you overcame. So through this journey of me discovering what it was that I was uniquely good at, what it is that I had overcome, and then using my purpose as a platform, I realized just how powerful that was, that you didn't have to keep waiting for permission from certifications and going back to school and waiting for someone to tell you that you should do something, that when you find your purpose, it's the only permission that you need. What did you discover your purpose was specifically? Yeah, so my purpose is generational reconciliation. It's bringing different generations together. And it was my discovery really of recognizing that there, we oftentimes come into relationships, um, business opportunities, careers with preconceived ideas of what it's like working with people who look differently than us, typically on the, the generational side is what I'm really passionate about and, and how to reconcile, bring together and find partnerships and collaborations between generations. So finding that for myself really empowered me, you know, to be able to help other people find their purpose and be able to mechanize and monetize it. Because purpose isn't one of those things you do on nights and weekends. It's something that you eat, sleep, and breathe all the time. That's going to be a, diff a difficult thing generationally because you have to be able to yourself facilitate between a generation above you, a generation below you, and the generation that you're in. How do you navigate through those to, to make everyone play nice? Because first and foremost, you have to play nice with everyone, right? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> that is all the truth. Yeah, I think that there are two approaches to take. One is what I teach is generational empathy. So looking at other generations and recognizing they see the world differently than you. So if you're the type that looks at young kids and says like kids these days, them and their TikTok and you know their Instagram, I don't get it. Rather than criticizing, just start to be more empathetic. 
And if you look at older generations and you get frustrated with your parents or those older folks in your life who see the world differently, again, practice empathy. That's the first thing. The second thing is what I call um, really seeking to be more, more critical, seeking to stop being so critical and be more curious around the next generation and the generations around you. So rather than criticizing them for seeing the world differently, be curious, ask questions. Wow, that's interesting. You see the world that way, or that's crazy that you see the world that way. So swapping that, that critical eye for a curious heart is a really great way to, to live amongst the generations. These cross-generational skills that you teach and that you practice, was it something that just came naturally to you, like instinctually, or was it something that you actively cultivated with purpose yeah. with intention, I should say? Sure. Yeah, I think I, probably both. So I'm the child of two older parents. My mom was 42 when she had me. And so most of my friends and their parents, I think, were about 20 years younger. And so I just noticed that my mom interacted very differently with myself and my sister. I I just noticed that I had really great relationships with my mom and her friends because most of them were probably grandparents at that point. So they had a different relationship with kids, too. And I looked at my friends and thought, why in the world do they not have great relationships with adults, with people who are older than them? Why aren't they seeking mentors when they're in middle school or high school like I was? And so I think it really caused a curiosity in me and saying, I feel very comfortable working and living and hanging out with people who are much older. And my friends seem to feel very intimidated by that. So something that I think just came from how I was raised turned it into a curiosity and recognizing I've benefited so much from the mentorship and the relationship of those who are older than me. Why not open up that opportunity and find ways for that to happen for everyday folks? I love that because there's such wisdom in that generation that it's helpful for, you know, I'm going to say you and I are both in a younger generation still. I mean, we're not, we're not young, young, but we're we not old. Yet, I think. So yeah, <laughs> for sure. We're in the prime of our life, right? Yeah. So there's, so there's such wisdom to be found there, but you have to ask for it. And I think that the generation uh, that's before us is open and willing to share, but you have to ask and you have to be sincere with wanting to learn so that you can apply it to your life and expedite your journey, so to speak. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And what I've found is so many people who want mentors, I think a lot of people in our generation say, oh, if I only had a mentor. Well, you're now pinpointing a reason for why you haven't been able to get out of a rut. So you're now kind of blaming someone else who you've maybe never even met yet for why you haven't gotten forward momentum. So that's problem number one. But problem number two is who are you seeking mentorship from? Because there's different types of mentors. Sure, there's the mentor that you meet every Thursday at Denny's in the morning and you know talk about your life. But there are also two mentors that you get through podcasts like this. There are peer mentors. There are reverse mentors, people who are younger than you who can help you. There's mentorship you get from dead guys in books and dead girls in books. And, and there's, there's mentorship from people who you may never meet. And so creating almost like this, this index of people who are speaking into your life and the influences um, that are your input, I think is something that a lot of young people, I know I didn't naturally do it. I had to learn a lot about it, about creating almost like a board of advisors for your success, whether you know those individuals or not, who is it that's speaking into your life? Who are you seeking wisdom from? Because if you show me that board of advisors, your influencers, your input, I'll show you what your output's going to look like and how far your trajectory is really going to be. 
And I think that everything you just said to add to that, I think the first step, and I love that's why I love what you're doing so much, is you have to have your purpose. You have to be driven. You have to have your purpose. You know your purpose and have a desire to actively live that out. And then you can start to take the advice and the mentorship from all these different avenues that you just mentioned. And I think that's part of the fun of the journey for me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your mentor isn't going to tell you why you're here and your mentor is not going to tell you what you need to do with your life. A mentor is going to help keep you accountable to the goals that you set. Listen, I have an amazing mentor. And I remember in my early 20s, I went up to New York to meet with her and I was trying to get guidance. And she was basically telling me, I can't help you because you don't know your purpose. And so that's why I started to go on this journey because she said, find your purpose. She wasn't showing me how to. She just told me I needed to. So it was that commissioning that really caused me to recognize this whole purpose thing is much more important than people tell us at graduation ceremonies. And it's the nice thing that we that we chat about on days that we feel good about ourselves or maybe just for life coaches or for people who are retired or have grandkids. I was like, what is this purpose thing? And why is it so darn important? And so recognizing my mentor could help me achieve it, but my mentor couldn't tell me what it was really caused me to realize that it was the most important journey I could ever go on. Gabrielle, thank you so much for being here and everything you shared. I can't wait to have you back on the next episode because I want to dive into a little bit if you'll share your process for helping people find their purpose. So that'll be coming up in the next show. But I want to remind people that until then, to grab a copy of your book, The Purpose Factor, and to also join your free community that you're offering, sevenfigurepurpose.com. They can get there. It's the number sevenfigurepurpose.com. I want to invite everyone to do that and uh, really push them to do that because purpose is something that, you know, it's like, it's the engine. People talk about the fuel that drives it, but if you don't have the engine first, you can't go anywhere. So it's super, super important. So Gabrielle, thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to pick it up with you on the next show. Thanks for having me. Hey everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.